What's up, what's up, what is up everybody? Hello and welcome to the Critically Aroused Podcast, where we ask, do we need movie critics? And then we review a movie. My name is Blaine Andrews and I'll be your host and joining me is Chris Kaus. Hello, how's it going? And Matthew Verlag. Hey, hey, hey. And today we're going to be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog and a little bit of other stuff too. If you're not familiar with our format and how we work, we are here to kind of have a counterculture discussion about film and movie critics and Rotten Tomatoes specifically. And we just feel that a lot of movies that we've been seeing tend to get tanked, things that we like on Rotten Tomatoes and end up having really low scores by the critics and really high scores or on by the general audience. And so we really just kind of want to put that under a microscope and analyze it. And so that's what we're here to do. And actually, so over the past, the previous two episodes, we have kind of let you guys in on what our thoughts and opinions are. And last week we even got a little bit into kind of where we sit politically or the lack of where we sit politically. And today I actually want to start things off just a little bit with us and our relationship and who we are. And I didn't give these guys any heads up whatsoever about this. And I don't plan on lingering on it long. But just to kind of give you guys a little bit of insight into what's going on here with us. And I guess I can kind of start things off with just saying that I have known Chris for quite some time. And actually, part of why I wanted to do so this sorry. was... <laughs> I noticed during the previous podcast that sometimes I could tell. I'm like, oh... That's when Chris was messing with me, but no one could hear him messing with me because he was only doing it with <clears throat> expressions. Maybe. So there are these little nuances that you guys aren't getting on your end. Now, once we potentially go live with some of this stuff, then you'll see the level of Chris screwing with me <laughs> as to why he gets the responses that he does for me. So, but anyways, I've... I've known Chris for a pretty long time now. How long you think? Like uh, it was like seventeen years, probably. Yeah, it was eighth, eighteen, eighth 18? grade, I think. Yeah, and something like that. We're so. old men now, withered, well, yep. withered yep. gray old men, mm -hmm. both about to cross thirty-two here soon. I'm more gray than you are, surprisingly. No, I'm more yeah. gray than you are. Okay. Oh, you mean physically? All right, girl, stop no, fighting over it. Stop <laughs> sorry, fighting over it. Matt will be the first one. Physically, what other way is there besides? <laughs> I, I just meant like emotionally in my soul, just gray and withered. I'm about to say something that's not PG, <laughs> and I can't yes. say it. But and we should say that too. Moving so on. This is we're going to go ahead and announce it up front: is that this episode is going to be PG, and our episodes are actually rated according to the film that we're going to be reviewing for that week. So this week we're doing Sonic the Hedgehog, which is PG. So we will keep this PG and you will get to listen to us struggle with the PG nature of this podcast. So that's a little bit about me and Chris. As far as Matt goes, I actually met Matt at our wedding. I had never met him before. I knew he was in the picture, but had never seen him or met him. We knew his wife, but actually... He showed up with her because she was in the wedding and got to meet him before our wedding even started. She's like, hey, yep. this is my yep. new boyfriend, Matt. I drove up from South Carolina to come to your wedding. Come to a wedding of people I've never met <laughs> and didn't know anything about. I was just like, okay. My wife said I needed, or then my girlfriend was like, okay, come to this wedding. You're going to like these people. And I was like, okay. And I got there and I hung out with a clown. <laughs> Um, because we had, <laughs> I beg your pardon. Yeah, <laughs> you had a clown. Uh, that, he was, well, he was, it was a circus yeah, theme. Wedding, it was a circus so. themed, and he was one parking cars, and so I just hung out with him. <laughs> and he was on stilts. 
Not at, not when I was talking to him. Oh, okay. But I hung out with him for like three hours, just chilling, chilling chewing the, the fat. Yeah. <laughs> with the clown. Three hours <laughs> with the clown. It's like an Amazon special right there. Exactly. So it, it all started with a clown at a wedding, and now here we are. Clowning around. Clowning mm. around. Yeah. Best of buds. So, yeah, we've... We, uh, you will probably, I don't, I think we've kept most of our inside jokes out of this to a degree. We're kind of yeah. developing new ones as we go with this thing, but hopefully we don't, uh, get too much of that with you guys, but we, we do spend a good bit of time together and, and, uh, we play a lot of board games and things of that sort with our little crew and we're, we nerded up pretty hard. <clears throat> so, so hard. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, so we, we do all have a pretty long history. I mean, with me and Matt knowing each other for about nine years now, I'm guessing eight or nine years. And How long have you been married? Don't ask no, that. On the, on the audio, it's, mm-hmm. we're going to say eight or nine years. Who knows? It's a mystery. Forever. It feels like forever. It's the Mandela effect, you know? <laughs> yeah, Mandela. Could have been I don't forever. Know. It, 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 yeah. At one timeline, it was like, you know, last year. The other one, <laughs> it's been eight years. I don't know. No one knows. But anyway, so that's a little bit in us, and I'm sure you'll kind of figure out more as we go. But anyways, we're going to start rolling into the regular format of the show. So last week, we kind of started this where we kind of jump up in the beginning here with a little bit of news. And... So that's where we're going to go now, and then followed by that, we'll do our What's New With You section, which is primarily what we've been watching lately, and we're going to, after that, get into our tomato score predictions. So what we do is we actually predict the tomato scores of the film that we're reviewing for this week, and so we'll have them all predicted, we'll review it, and then following that, we will actually all get the scores revealed to us, because if you are new to us in this podcast, we... Do not look at any reviews. We do not listen to critics discuss anything. We are coming into this completely free and clear of any preconceived notions, which is kind of our mantra with this podcast is just that you're getting a very, I guess the best way to put it is pure perspective on our thought processes and not being influenced by anybody else. So with that being said... With the news. So did you guys see the new Batman suit? No. I'm avoiding it at all costs. <clears throat> what do you mean really? the new Batman suit? I mean, it's just it's going to look like a Batman suit. The, well, like a Batman suit. But without the fat bat, I'm guessing. No. It you mean like for bat. the new Batman? Yeah, yeah. for the new, new Batman movie, movie starring movie? Robert Pattinson. Right. As okay. the Batman. And the movie's going to be called The Batman. The Batman. Yeah, and this is going to mm. be... A prequel, from what I'm gathering, to or very early stages of Batman, like Batman just becoming Batman. So this is DC making a whole other timeline <laughs> for a character that they've created like probably. a dozen movies. Probably, for? unless okay. potentially this ends up being young Batfleck, maybe, but probably not. I mean, at this point, they just need to restart it again. Well, they have they have their whole DC multiverse, which Marvel's already kind of been doing, but. Or getting into doing with the multiverse with the new movie. Well, you're talking about the the TV stuff, though. Well, right? no, even the movies are have been alluding with the Flash, alluded to that a little bit in Justice League, and it was kind of minor. But they've been alluding to the fact that there are potentially other universes and things of that sort. But uh, anyways, regardless of what they're there's doing a new with suit. This, there's a new suit. Okay. Um, is it plaid? 
It is. It should not. be plaid. It's one of the only things they've ever looked this whole time yeah, I, is a plaid, a plaid Batman. A plaid bat. There are plaid man. The plaid man. They're probably honestly with how ridiculous some of the DC villains are. There probably is a plaid. I man. feel like I've seen something. He's probably. Oh, from really? It sounds familiar. Plaid man. <laughs> He's from Portland and Could... he carries an axe and. Yep. I like it. <laughs> he, he looks just it. like Matt. Yes. He probably <laughs> just looks like identical this. to Matt. Yes. I actually secretly but to answer, the plaid man. <laughs> to answer your question, no, I have no idea okay, so, what they're doing with the suit. Yeah, so this suit came out. It's really interesting, but the main thing that everyone's saying is that it looks like Marvel's Daredevil suit from Netflix show Daredevil. The 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 slick helmet with like the little ears and like now it's bigger Batman ears, obviously, but <laughs> yeah. it's how his helmet was very it's all the suit is very you can get the vibe of the early Batman feel. Well, that's the thing is, I mean, most of the, any superhero that has like a helmet that covers your eyes sure. are all going to basically be the same. Well, and I mean, unless you're like Iron Man where it's a full face cover. Yeah. But well, this like very much has that rubbery, like that rubber early, like creation. Okay. Feel to it. And the. Like Batman Beyond. So you can rip it off dramatically. Probably. But I will say. <clears throat> The thing about Matt Man, Batman, Matt Man, is <laughs> the thing about Matt Man over here. The thing about Batman is you got to have the jawline, and I'll say Robert Pattinson, he got that jawline. He does. He, he's yeah. got his real sharp. I agree. I haven't seen it, but yeah. I, I like. I'm imagining it, his jawline. It, it wasn't a huge. <laughs> you're imagining. <laughs> Wait, mm. you've never seen his jawline? No, I have. Or, okay, no, I've seen it. Okay. I, I haven't seen the what he's talking about though. The, oh, the, the okay, I got you. Back when you were a Twilight fan. And... Oh, girl, you know that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very... Oh, Chris is actually... Can you zoom? I mean, Dave... That David was actually... <clears throat> our, our office maid was actually showing it over here. But it's it's fine. He was showing it to Matt. Anyways, I will actually link the, an article with the mask, costume, so on and so forth, in the text for the podcast. So if you want to just give it a click... And I've actually been linking things in every podcast, so if we talk about certain items, news items, or things of that nature, there's a good chance that I will have linked something for you to take a quick look at if you just look in the show notes. So, yeah, it's, it's anyways, the Batsuit's out. We'll see what keeps trickling out of this movie. It's going to be interesting. It's it's very early Batman looking. The, the armor, his chest armor and everything's kind of, it's in like big metal pieces almost. Hmm. For covering his chest, the logo's not the fat bat like you were talking about that <laughs> Ben Affleck had. Fat right. bat, yeah, the Frank Miller one, yeah, yeah, the Frank Miller one. But it, it's a neat, it's a neat looking suit. We'll see what what shakes out. But you can tell it's going to be er, definitely. A lot of people are thinking it's going to be like Batman Year One, which is a comic. Oh, you're good, Chris. I thought you were going to say something. I was, yeah, go ahead. but I just wanted to be more fluid. No. Um, no. So when is it coming out? I. F- think it's next year i don't think okay. it's this year they're just starting filming if there's no way it's coming out this year I, i'm guessing it's i haven't early. seen any I, I, i'm guessing next summer yeah, yeah. i've not looked at release dates right um, it's the cast is pretty interesting though you should check who it out. else is in it so zoe kravitz is going to be catwoman okay which okay. is perfect yeah and she's so cute i just saw her on hot ones she's... oh yeah yeah she's got a new show out called high fidelity i'm looking yeah. into watching on hulu yeah hmm. She's in it. Colin Farrell is the penguin. I don't see oh, that one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But... Yeah. Yeah, that's that causes a little bit of a rewind there. Yeah, that's... <clears throat> what now? Yeah, I'm super curious about this. Clearly they... But you haven't seen The Gentleman yet, and his performance in The Gentleman, and I'm just trying to think of... 
what he's doing nowadays, he might have the capability to... Now, maybe they're going for a lighter weight, like not a tubby, short, uh, Danny DeVito-style penguin. Maybe they're How going... dare you? <laughs> well, Danny DeVito about, is a gem. Um, he is, he is. His role in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him? Yeah. I kind of see like that yeah. portrayal of like a darker and grittier um, penguin. Sure. Yeah, I could see something like that. But I'm also thinking of Colin Farrell's role in Daredevil... Which is DC? Wow, yes, that is old movie. That's, back, that's Marvel. That's yeah, well, and that's that's not even Marvel Studios. Oh, it's Marvel. That's Marvel. Yeah, but that's right, old. Never mind. Marvel. It's fine. It's okay. That was back in the right, days. Of, then I have no qualms. That was if in the dark days of Marvel. We don't talk about that. If it's here. Marvel, it's not DC. Then we, it's okay. Okay. Yeah. There's no confusion with timelines. So speaking of DC, while you've just said it, we're just going to segue right into. <laughs> We've been talking about it this whole time, so yeah, you're welcome. Exactly. Birds of prey. <laughs> so we weren't since we weren't keeping ourselves. Since we aren't looking at a lot of news of current of the movie that we're reviewing last week, there were things that we weren't fully aware of that were shaking out. Right after we finished recording the podcast, I took off running outside to tell Chris that they had changed the name of the movie. We figured it out right after the podcast. So now, Birds of Prey and the fantas- Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn? Close I think- enough. We think that's what it was called. Now it is just Harley Quinn Birds of Prey, which is a much more intelligent title. I still think they should have called it Harley Quinn and the Emancipation of the Birds of Prey. After watching the movie, it was literally about her freeing each one of those individuals from an environment that was not healthy for them. Except for Crossbow Girl. Huntress, Huntress? but it still set her free from her quest of revenge. That's true. So it still freed her from that. But I mean, I know what sort you mean, of. Though. I totally get it. I'm I'm nitpicking yeah. here, which also is something that we didn't touch on before in the last episode. I don't know if we want to go back to it too much, but if it's spoilers probably not simply no. because it's in the same oh. episode. But okay, that I won't talk about it. It could be spoilers. I'm just thinking about but... being careful in case sure. somebody hasn't listened to that. Yeah, that's episode. fair. But definitely go back and that listen I to our previous two episodes. But I will make a clarification of our last episode if you did listen to it and what i had said whatever sort of referencing whenever i was talking about i'm glad you're doing this um the accent yes and i was talking about her going home yeah. that was in reference to the, the cartoon, cartoon. Yeah. and not to the voice movie by, voiced by kelly Kuoko. yeah and, so but it actually did the the accent lapse did happen in this film too it just didn't happen with her going back to her parents or anything like that like you were referencing but mm-hmm. i did notice a couple of times and i wondered if it was intentional and maybe even a slight reference to what they were doing in that cartoon but who knows yeah I, it, it might just have been her slipping her accent i don't know but yeah, we did. I'm glad you. Yeah. So that was just a uh, an uh, an edit for yeah. the previous episode where I <laughs> messed up. <laughs> yeah, PG. Yes. We're um PG. and uh, yeah. So. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And so also, I, we might have mentioned it, but the movie did not do great last weekend. Or well, money wise, not last weekend. The previous weekend. I actually am not quite sure how it did this current weekend, <clears throat> but. I think it did get beat out by Sonic. But it was only money-wise. Like, the critics, money-wise. what we said yes. last no, no, no. time, yes. not Crit- to critically do spoilers, and but money-wise, it did not do very well. Especially considering how well it did with critics and audiences. Yeah, it was kind of surprising. Yeah. It, maybe it was due to the fact that it was rated R. It could have been just a weird weekend. There are all kinds of factors that played. It could have been the terrible name. <laughs> 
Or that's a DC movie. Right. <laughs> and everyone's just kind of like, mm. Well, and it was connected to, sorry, Matt, I know you like it, but the movie that it was connected to was not generally liked. And I, I mean, you're totally validated in liking it. I mean, that's part of why we're doing this is to say that it's totally okay to like right. stuff that critics don't like. Right. Hey. <laughs> As Chris does it's something off screen that's not PG. fun movie. But I wouldn't say it was a good movie. Sure. Yeah, it made, so it made $33.2 million the opening weekend and they were projecting it to make between 45 and 55 so mm. somewhere in the ballpark of a little more than 10 million under where it should have been but I, I still enjoyed it and i think maybe it could still have a bit of a tail and hang around for a while and people keep seeing it but you didn't knows. just enjoy it you loved I it did. you were ecstatic about this I still last am. week I'm, i still i probably no that's it. great like yeah. i'm not not harping on you at sure, all sure. but how much did it cost to make? Do you know? I, I'm not sure. We actually did look it up, and now I do not remember. Okay. I, I don't... I think probably by the time things are all said and done with, I don't think it's going to take a loss. Sure. By any means. One thing that a lot of people were pointing out is that one of the Oscar contenders was Ford versus Ferrari, mm-hmm. and they were talking about it like it did great. Right. It made almost the exact same amount of money on the opening weekend. But then yeah. there's this movie, and they're talking about it doing terrible. So, I tell you how much it cost? How much did it cost, David? It cost to make $97.1 million. $97.1 million. This is Birds of Prey. And that's probably or Harley not Quinn. In, that's pro- yeah, that's probably not including the marketing budget either. So, wow. Okay, so they're I, they a little short. I mean, by the end of their theater run. Yeah. I mean, and I'd love to see a sequel. I just don't know if we're going to get it. it yeah, worldwide. Yeah, what did they make last week? 17.1. Ooh, so it's oh, no. it, it's falling. I did What's, not think wow. that that would happen. Yeah. So it might. Well, the problem is that Sonic followed it up. I mean, if you have a new movie after a new movie, it's well, going mean, to be most, a challenge. Most weekends are that way. but And I really thought that this was a total different market that, that, oh, that yeah. Sonic's hitting. I thought. Right. But it turns out, from what it sounds like, Sonic might have just been getting everybody. <clears throat> so I guess we'll move on from that here. And... I do also want to talk about something really funny. So do you guys remember something called movie phone when we were a kid? It sounds familiar, Kids. but I do not remember. No, I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't so, remember any details, but I know the name. I remember, which I've always been a pretty avid movie watcher. And nerd. Yes. Big old nerd. <laughs> and so I remember as a kid, the service came out. I think it was some point in the 90s, and I will link this an article connected to this as well in our show notes. But, so, Movie Phone launched, and what it was, was back before the internet was what the internet was, and there weren't sites where you could just pop up an app and look at something. <laughs> we used to have to have a way to get our movie times. Well, Movie mm. Phone had the great idea that you call a phone line, and then you tell them what theater you're going to be going to and they will read off all of the movie times for that theater wait didn't the actual movie there i remember calling, I remember calling the, the actual movie theaters you the could movie do that as well right. telling me that you could do that as well so it was an independent service yes how did they make money so i'm not 100 percent sure about that <laughs> i'm actually trying okay. to get the article to pull up right here and i'm having a lot of trouble with it yeah 
Yeah, so but, so you're not hearing hearing David probably super well, but basically the point that he made was you're calling a single place, and if you're wanting to go to multiple movie theaters, you only have to call one place and get multiple times for multiple theaters. That doesn't explain how they make money off of that, but... My guess is back then they used to just do like a thing where they would charge your phone bill because it was home phones. Oh, they charge you 10 right. cents or When phones cost cents. money. Yes, back right. when... Right. Oh, they definitely cost money now. Mm. Well, you haven't paid for a phone in forever. Well, we won't talk about that. that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so actually movie phone started in 89 <laughs> so it was going actually so we weren't we, we were wow. little teeny tiny babies when it first came out who know so they uh, yes. have so i guess that they 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 have filed for bankruptcy but so now movie phones just now well so <laughs> like not 10 years ago so it's surprising good yeah, for them it, well you know what they held out yeah they did it last month <laughs> so <laughs> i'm sorry what movie phone well, yeah but but, but so keep going because so, so, I feel like you're about to get to it. Okay. So currently they are sitting at one percent of their former value, right? <laughs> well, Movie Phone is operating and they have one employee. There is one man currently working, <laughs> working for Movie Phone, and they are reportedly worth around four million dollars still. What is that not fascinating? How? <laughs> yeah. Who's that one guy? You ready for this? I want to meet that one guy. Yeah. You ready for this? You want yeah. to Am I meeting him right now? Yes, we're going to go meet him. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, he's he's under your chair. <laughs> Oprah? <laughs> so, so get this. You want to hear what they were worth in 1999? Prepare. You talk about how they made money. 500 million. You're a little high. Damn it. But I mean, 1% God. Chris. Poop it. All right, folks. That's sorry. Still PG. Your child just heard about it. That's our one. We maybe we get one in a PG. I'm not sure how that works. But he, it, we can maybe censor it. So, anyways, back in 1999, their former value was 388 million dollars. Wow. Yeah. Especially in 90s yeah. money. That's intense. So the the owner apparently sent everybody home recently. And it's just him. Movie phone is operating independently with one dude and an automated system. But the question I have to ask you is, who's calling movie phone? And if you're calling, does he just Mom Google? and Dad, if you're listening to this right now, <laughs> keep calling. Yeah, keep calling. He needs to bring that $4 million It's up. okay. Sorry, Matt. What were you going to say? So what does he do? Just Google it nowadays? <laughs> he just sit there on Google and answers the phone. Yeah. He's like, please hold. Yeah, you hear him typing in the background. Keys clicking away. So yeah, I, I just found this absolutely ridiculous and I had to tell you guys about it because I knew that there was no way that any of you guys read an article about this because you guys don't read. So <laughs> that was a high five of two nine. Illiterate. Oh, they can see it. They can see it. Yes, they can. Well, because we actually are currently filming this episode, so you might be able to go and find our beautiful faces on the YouTubes after this episode. So, <laughs> David's talking crap and you can't hear him and he's I like it, it though. So, at this point, Dolphin. I think what we should do is we should talk about what's new with you. What have you guys been watching? Alright, I'll start off. So, I watched uh, Ma. Ma. So, this is a horror, oh, it's like a thriller horror movie that came out last year. And it's a kind of about like a bunch of teenagers that have been partying, and then they find that this. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, and there's like an older lady, Octavia Spencer. Yes, who's like in her forties, and she's kind of like, you know, you guys can come party in my basement. Yeah, and I'll provide alcohol. It'll be like a safe place for you guys to party. 
Well, it turns out she's like went to high school with all of their parents and like has this revenge thing she wants oh, to do. Yeesh. Now, what bothered me? Uh, the movie was a good movie. It was fine. Um, the trailer ruined it. Okay. As many, many, yeah. many trailers do. Which we've also tried to quit doing for the most part. Right. But Poop I, on trailers. But this was yeah. back when we were watching trailers and all that, and the, the trailer told way too much, and so I knew what was supposed to happen, and okay. I was just waiting for it, and literally yeah. the trailer shows scenes from the end of the movie, <sighs> which is one of my biggest pet peeves of all time. Yeah, especially in horror or thriller type movies, because you know in your head, like, I saw a thing where... I saw in this trailer where a specific thing happened, and you're sitting there watching, and you're waiting for two hours for that thing to happen. And that's exactly what happens. Uh, Zena turned to me and was talking to me about something, and I was like, "Oh, don't worry, that's going to happen soon." And she's like, "What's going to happen soon?" I was like, "Oh, never mind." Yeah, because I remember seeing it in the trailer. Yep, and sure enough, it happened. Because it wasn't one of those things where they cut it out of the movie. So, for someone who hasn't seen the trailer, would you recommend checking it out? Yeah, if you like thrillers. And so some some suspense. It it was a fun ride. Okay. If you're not expecting like things, certain things to happen, I'd say check it out. Yeah, I'm curious. While we're talking, you can move on to the next thing. David, you want to pull up how Ma did? I'm really curious as to. I'm guessing otherwise. it didn't do very well. So you're picking. Yeah, it's just M A or M A W. Just M A. Because it's like her nickname in the movie is Ma. Ma. So they call her Ma. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ma. I was intrigued by it, but I. Heard I was too. nothing about it after it came out. And honestly, it was one of those things where the trailer turned me off from it because okay. it showed things. I was like, that has to be sure. later in the movie. And sure enough, it was. Yeah, so. Well, and if anybody's wondering why we aren't doing Invisible Man next week, it's because we all feel like we all were forced to see the trailer and we all yeah. decided that that was the entire movie. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. Saw one trailer and I was like, oh, yeah, huh. well, I've seen it. That That's the movie. Yeah. So, now, granted, that might not be the case, but we were all a little jaded by that trailer, and so we decided to do Lock and Key, and we were a little bit more excited about seeing that, and we knew we'd all see it anyways. Mm-hmm. And so, that's actually what we're going to be doing next week, and we'll we'll touch back on that later. But, David, how did Ma do? I can't even find it on You can't find it? <laughs> okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll touch fun. on it later, and it's not the end of the world. We can come back uh, to it. Also watched the Artemis Hotel. Our Hotel Artemis. Yes, Hotel yes. Artemis. Yes, synonymous. And uh, so that's a thriller, crime, sci-fi kind of movie, and I really enjoyed it. Like it, was, yeah. it felt like Smoking Aces or okay. like John Which Wick, I kind love. of. I love it was Smoking like Aces those so kind of vibes, mm-hmm. and so I really enjoyed the movie. Okay. I just thought it was fun through and through. That's awesome. Yeah, and that one had quite a few people in it as well. Jodie Foster was in it. Sophia Batella. Dave Batista from Guardians of the Galaxy and WWE. And, uh, well, please, please don't. But he's so much fun. <laughs> I want to yeah. give a shout out to that guy because Dude, he's Batista. just fun. Like I just want to go see his movies. Yeah, I, there's just something about him like trying to be serious but being funny also. Oh yeah, where he just makes fun of his size. Like because in this one he's an orderly. Okay, and he's constantly like, "No, I'm an orderly. I do not want to harm you, but I'm about to." Jeff Goldblum's in this movie. Yes, too. Jeff Goldblum is what? just randomly and Charlie Day. Oh yeah, there's so many. There, I'm sorry, what now? I'm looking this at this cast list, and is, the cast list goes is, on for like two days. This is there's, Hotel Artemis. Yes, there's yes. so many All people right. in this movie. I'm watching it yeah. for sure. Hey, it's a fun movie. Sure. I got it pulled up. Um, the Rotten Tomato score. So for yeah, um, the it got a 57 percent and a oh. splat. Well, yeah, anything below from the critics. 70. And uh, <laughs> the audience was 33 percent. Oh, they did not like it. Whoa. Hmm. Which I disagree with. Wow. 
That's right. Chris completely changed his mind about seeing this movie. No, no. I'm definitely going to see it, but I'm going to poop on all those people who say that it's bad. Either that or just I mean, it was kind of... Yeah. I mean, I I I will say, like, you can kind of see what's going to happen because they allude to things. Sure. But But it was still a fun movie. Yeah. It's all that matters. And you just have to know this is not, like, realistic. It's like John Wick. It's about a hotel where a bunch of criminals go because it's a safe space. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to to, to see an Oscar-worthy performance, or uh, you're just going to have yeah. fun. Is it fun? That's all I yeah. care about. It, it's a fun movie. I would like definitely if, say it's a fun movie. If if it's Charlie Day, I expect it to be fun. Like that's it is, and he plays a like a, a um, not a mob boss, a, a gun runner lord, gun lord, gun gun lord runner. I don't know. It's gun runner. <laughs> a gun runner. He just owns a bunch of gun okay. manufacturing companies. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah. he's a supplier. Yeah, manufacturer. Manu- yes, a, a weapons I don't know. manufacturer. Wholesale. That's what they call those. Guys. Logistics. A gun yes. lord man. <laughs> He's a lord of war. <laughs> oh my god, Nick Cage. Yeah, Nick Cage. Yeah. Too. Oof, that's a deep pull. Oof. Uh, and I got sad. Fun. I got real yeah, sad. Yeah. So where else we at? What you? Then one last thing. Yeah. I've been watching Lego Masters Dude. to bring it PG. Mm-hmm. There's two episodes so far, and it is awesome. Like the creations they make. I love Legos. First off, I've always played with Legos. Still, still play do. Legos still as an do. adult, we all do. and I don't know the, just the things they come up with. It's a, so it's, it's a it's a competition show. So for, for anybody who doesn't know, it's on Fox. It's a new show, mm-hmm. first season. Will Arnett's the um, host, who is Batman, Batman from the Lego movies. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it was like eight teams or so, something like that of two, and each week they're given an objective, like build this, and then they each just go in their teams and they have unlimited access to all these Legos and they just make these fantastical things. Yeah. I watched it as well and my kids loved it. I loved it. I think I might've even liked it more than they did. I was just (laughs) blown away. Well, it very much, if you do have kids, I highly recommend letting them watch this at almost any age. When you say, I can't remember any language or anything like that in it really. And it's not too sensational as to how reality TV can be. It, they keep it pretty PG, but it's a lot of fun. But so one of the things like in the last episode was that they have their objective to build whatever they're supposed to build. And then at the end, it has to be able to be destroyed in a certain way and look cool being destroyed. Yeah, like that was blown the objective. Or hit with a baseball bat. Yeah. With a baseball bat. Yes. With that was base- specifically one Will of the Arnett- three. Oh my God, there's a song that's coming to mind. Yeah. The baseball. Yeah, Sorry. don't. <clears throat> the, not PG. So, yeah, like Will Arnett actually held a baseball bat and was destroying these beautiful, gorgeous, articulate Lego creations. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a really cool premise and some really neat ideas. And the people that are on this show that are these Lego masters hey, you are care just, for them. It was yeah. quick, too. You're all of a sudden just like, wow, I don't want anybody to go. Like, I just want to see you guys keep making stuff because you guys make such cool things. Yeah, it it was pretty impressive. I've never seen anything like the stuff these people are making. The mechanics, how they actually, the mechanical nature to them where they're battery or electric operated and operating them with tablets. and Yeah, and so really the last thing I want to say about that is that it comes out on Wednesdays. Yeah. You can find it on Hulu. Yeah, Thursdays. Yeah. If, yeah, if you have a Hulu subscription, it will be free on there. Oh, Matt, the other two that you saw, both those you had to pay for to rent, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. At this point yep. in time. Yeah, at this point yeah, right in time. Now right they're, now, we rented them. Yeah, I don't think that they're streaming on anything. Oh, wait, Ma's on uh, HBO. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay, well, good. Well, so if you have HBO now or go, you can check it out there. 
So you want to go next, Chris? Yeah. Let us know what you mean. Um, I have a uh, another edit to something that I had <laughs> recommended last weekend okay. uh, for Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, so I actually finished it sure. this week. Um, and it was a little disappointing. Oh, so it's not as not as a high recommendation as I had last week. It does still have a good soundtrack, but the actual story for it is um, a little flat. Little, yeah, little little lackluster. Okay. It is super heavy handed as far as the environment eco friendly goes. Okay, um, which is there's no problem with that, but just be aware that that is what they're pushing in that agenda. Yeah. Um, as far as new things that I've seen this week, I started or I finished watching Oats Studios on Amazon, which is like an anthologic, anthology, <laughs> anthological. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's. Okay. I just made that word up. Okay. We buy it. We're just definitely don't recommend it. it. No. No, not well, very what is good. It called? Uh, it's called Oats Studio, and it's actually about Oats the guy who Studio. made like uh, District Nine, really, and those oh, movies. Yeah, it's a bunch of short chappy yeah, yeah, it's an anthology. Anthology. Yep, that's what I said. Anthology. Anthological. <laughs> yes, we all use words. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was going to be good. It wasn't. There was only like one or two episodes in that whole. Really? Short Actually, a friend of ours thing. recommended it to really? me back when it, he was. Okay. So he, this was, shoot, it. this all started brewing, I think, a couple of years ago when he oh. first started creating these. And he was releasing okay. them one at a time slowly. And it, he was releasing them online. So you, they must have just done a collection on yeah. Amazon. And a friend of ours, Kyle, he, he recommended it to me back okay. then. But now that was maybe only after the first one. I didn't hear a lot of talk about it after the first or second one. So yeah. Anyway, so you did see that, but uh, not, yeah, don't, I watched. Don't really I watched. It. It's like an hour and a half, hour forty minutes for the whole volume. Um, it was only like one or two out of that that were actually entertaining. So don't recommend that. I did watch Honey Boy as well. Me too. I was going to talk about it. High fives, High fives. It, Air Fives. So this is on Amazon Prime now. <clears throat> they actually yeah. produced this movie, I think. So that's why is it it's on, on there. Amazon or yes. is it on Netflix? No, it's oh on no, Amazon. yeah, okay, it's, it's an Prime. Amazon Studios yeah. film. Yeah, but I'll let you talk about it, and I've got some stuff to say about it too. But I I'm not going to go super into depth with it because it's not what we're talking about today. But like, it's it's really good. It is. I I, I enjoy it. We can we can talk at the same time about this because I yeah. want to get your thoughts on it I mean, while I, I'm talking about it. But I thought it was fantastic. It was very well done. It's heavy. Yeah. It heavy, is heavy. super heavy. It's hard to watch. So if you yeah. don't know what Honey Boy is, this was directed by Alma Harrell and it stars Shia LaBeouf, Lucas Hodges, and Noah Jupe. And Noah Jupe was fantastic. He's the young boy mm-hmm. that plays. So this movie is actually about Shia LaBeouf's life. Yeah. And he wrote the script for this while he was in rehab. And there are three different versions, or two different versions of Shia, correct? Yeah. And then Shia is actually playing his real-life dad. Right. And it kind of chronicles Shia's upbringing and what was going on behind the scenes while he was in Even Stevens when we were in kid When we were kids thinking he was the funniest, coolest kid ever, it turns out that his life was not what it was on Even Stevens. Yeah. It's a good idea. It's a good idea of what it's like being a child star. Yeah. The expectations that are put on you and for him specifically, his parental 
situation mm-hmm. and with his mom and his dad and yeah it's it's very heavy but it's really well done i really yeah. appreciate uh, the actor who played Shia as an adult. He was very good too. Like nailed Both it. Both of them. Both of them. Nailed it. Yeah. Even the kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't, I don't at this point in time remember Shia as a kid. And I sure. obviously don't know him from any interviews when he was mm-hmm. a kid. So I can't say, but he did a really good job. The kid uh, of yeah. being a kid in that position. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. obviously Shia did a great job of being... Oh my gosh, as his dad. His father, yeah. Obviously. I can't imagine playing that role. Yeah. He, Shia is a, a treasure. That guy he is... really is. He, he is capable of magic on screen. The stuff that he can do. And actually, after seeing this, it made me think about... We talked about last week about the Oscars and how mm. they were referencing her getting... The director of this film getting snuffed for right. a nom. And after seeing it, I can kind of concur that I think that she might have ought to have been on that list. Which you've seen. I've seen um, several. I've seen the Tarantino's. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I have. So and comparatively to those that, other I mean, ones. They, they are so, compared to some of the other movies on that list, it, it, it is so drastically different. This is a very different type of film yeah. doing different things. Sure. But as I kind of said before, in the way that I feel about some of these actors that were getting... The nominations, I loved what they were doing. And Scorsese was the other one that I kind of focused on a little bit, is that these guys have been in the limelight for a long time. And you've got somebody coming out here and destroying, just yeah. putting a fantastic piece of art out. And it just doesn't really get any love. And that's kind of sad. Yeah. And as far as actors go, like the actor, I, you probably know, I don't know, but the actor who actually played Shia as the adult. Yeah. Like, that's what stuck out most in my mind. Obviously, yeah. the kid, that like, was taking Hodges. all those things into consideration as far as him being 12 years old. I don't know how old yeah. he actually is, but yeah. he did a fantastic job, was a great actor for being a kid, especially. Mm-hmm. Like, even outside of that, he was still a great actor. But yeah. um, the adult who played Shia, just like, there was so many times in there without knowing that that's who he was portraying because it doesn't it doesn't really build you up to that point within the movie. It doesn't yeah. hold your hand along the way. No. You kind of have to know what's like what the movie is about whenever yeah, you go into it. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. You can't go I thought about that after the fact is you yeah. can't go into this movie blind. Right. If you don't know about Shia LaBeouf and what happened to him in his life, this is going to be a little yeah, jarring. Because you're almost like, what, what is this movie? Like, what is this oh, about? As long as you know what the subject matter is, you don't have to... Like, I didn't know what happened to him in his life, but I yeah. knew that it was about him and his father sure. and his story. So as long as you know that portion of it, you can kind of pick up on the hints of what's going on. But I kind of wonder if that's why I got, like, snubbed. Was because it almost because had to... Because you had to know ahead of time... There was a barrier to What it was about. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was a barrier to entry, and I think it might have. And, and you know, it, it was a fantastic film, but it was very different. And like we've talked about before, is everything subjective? And so it, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. And this movie got a lot of critical praise back when it came sure. out. And I think everybody involved definitely needs commended for, for the work that they did, but it was yeah. very good. I enjoyed it as well. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take it very much longer. But the other things that I've been watching, uh, I I watched Midsummer, which we had talked about <laughs> the last episode, which Blaine vehemently hated. This, this is our PG like, episode. This is a right. terrible episode for you to bring up this no, movie because no. I can't be honest about it. I can't really uh, uh, say how I feel because <laughs> it's all expletives. So it's the perfect one. But yeah. uh, for my opinion on it personally, after watching it, uh, it was not terrible. 
it was I appreciated it for the art that it had on it. Again, this is probably not the best episode to bring this up on because kids should not watch it. No. Um, but uh, it was not bad. Uh, I wouldn't watch it again. But I, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was artistic. It was cinematographically Cinem- beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Beyond that, I won't go any further on that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just let you leave it at that. It, it did yeah. have... The cinematography was great. The, the It had great editing, great... It had a vision, and it had color. It was vibrant. Yep. It was lively in the sense of what it looked like, not yeah. how it felt. It was probably one of the most oppressive films I've ever seen in my life, and I've seen some oppressive Which ones. is surprising, I know, considering I other movies other that I've watched. But, I know, it, it just affected me. And, and that's the thing, and I... I everybody is entitled to their own opinion, and that's why yeah. we that's why we are doing this right. because we want to be completely open to yeah people enjoying everybody's things that everybody, yes yeah I mean definitely yeah. and so I'm I think you guys are wrong but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I thought you said we were going to leave it at what Chris said it's I okay <laughs> it's okay we can get, we can delve more in depth with this whenever we come to a movie that we watch that's kind of along the same line sure and we. If we remember, we can go back to back it to and it talk bit. more in depth about it. But yeah. for this episode, we won't. We don't need to go into. We'll, more we'll just depth do a midsummer yeah. spoiler cast. At the we'll end just say that episodes. Blaine is the only one who didn't like it, aside no. from his wife, yep. who has not made an appearance on this yet. No, but probably could, will at some but, point. Um, outside of that, yeah, I started watching Vikings. Which oh, I know is a I very love, old episode or I love old show yeah. um, that many people have watched, but yeah. I've enjoyed it so far. So you like it? Yeah, it, I do. it was it it was my filler show when Game of Thrones was on break. Yeah, I would always go to Vikings. I love love Vikings. It's so good. But I did fall off, and I want to get back on it. I fell off around season uh, four or okay. somewhere around in there. How many seasons are there? Maybe six. I think it's a lot of seasons. It's, it's, it's been going for a while. I think I've seen yeah. a season and a half. I loved it. I and actually, then I just kind of fell off. Yeah, and I just never went back. I like it. Yeah, yeah. And w- no complaints against it. We're just all huge, never went back. Huge Game of Thrones fans here, and I can I was, openly say used that to be. Yeah, <laughs> we won't talk about the uh, last season, season seven. Like, but I'll say, even with us all being huge Game of Thrones fans, I actually went through a phase where I was openly saying that I liked Vikings better than Game of Thrones. I don't remember you ever saying that. Really? But... Not allowed. No. Yeah. Maybe, no, maybe, maybe you I can could... say that after the I fact, it and close. it's okay. <laughs> You're well, the, you're no, the I, cool person. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty hip. You know, <laughs> I'm cool. I'm yeah. cool. Bit of a hipster, you know. Um, yeah, that's all I yeah. got there. So that's all you got? Yep, I'm good. Awesome. So I was going to talk about Honey Boy, but we've already hit okay. that. So there's a show that I got to talk about, and I don't... I've heard one person ever talk about it on a podcast. Okay. It came out quite a while back, and I do want to pull it up here. <laughs> So that I can make sure that I'm given all my facts right, but sorry, I'm I just want to have all my ducks in a row, and I'm having trouble finding it. Okay, so this show is called Forever. It's an Amazon original. Chris, I definitely recommend you watch it. Okay, Matt, I'm probably gonna say don't watch it because it does not seem like your bag. What's just it about you? I feel like you'll say it's boring. So here's, the... <laughs> and Chris will probably think quite the opposite, and will very well end up in adoring this show i i love it i'm forever yes it's called forever number forever or just actually the world out forever and there will be so there is other stuff named forever this show 
stars Maya Rudolph and Fred Armiston, who are both known to be in the comedic realm and to be comedians. They are both in it. Now, don't look, I will say this now too, to everyone. Do not look anything up about this show. Just know what the show is. <laughs> Just trust me. I know, okay. this a, I know this is a really weird thing to say. And the funny thing is. Oh, my God. Okay. You, Keep going. You figuring out who's in the show? Yeah. Okay. So don't look at it too much. I'm, I'm terrible serious. with names. No, no, no. I'm not. So I would say even when, this is an Amazon original. When you pull this up on Amazon, just click the first episode and watch it. Don't even look at the pictures of the other episodes. Don't look at the names of the other episodes. This show is fascinating. I am enamored with it. When I heard someone talk about it, they were talking very similarly to the way that I am talking now. And I didn't see it because they said a lot of words and said absolutely nothing. <laughs> kind of like I am currently what we're doing, doing right huh. now. So I will say, this show is about... It's, it's very introspective. It's about looking into yourself, who you are, how you live your life, how your day-to-day functions, and you're forever. So, as a whole, this show, I I can't tell you anything because it continues to reveal itself. You watch the first episode and then it ends and you're you're just sitting there going, what the crap? That's how this ends. And then the next episode is something quite different. That episode happens and it ends and when it ends, it's way different again. And you're like, where is this even going? What is the show doing? And then by episode three, the show kind of reveals itself to show you what it is. And it is something very, very different than as it started out being. Is it funny? There's a, I know the two people you named are comedians. comedians. There is some very funny stuff in it, but the yeah, interest, they're very sneaky. I, I will <laughs> say this for me in the first two episodes, these people are playing characters that don't feel like the characters that you're used to them playing, but they, they are funny, but in a different way, these characters are almost dull people intentionally have you seen portlandia some of it <clears throat> and he's the he's, same dude as in portlandia, it. Yes. is it the same character in no, any context no at all? okay no it's this it's so interesting i want to talk about it more maybe if everybody watches it or no, we'll, we'll maybe do a out. little spoiler cast i did or something see that, it on amazon yeah. i have scrolled past it's been it around before, for a bit so. like a year i'm actually two. pretty sure i saw a trailer for it after i saw the who was in it my, and my yeah. guess is the trailer probably didn't show anything, so I found out that this show is actually canceled, which bums me mm. out. But I'm okay with how it ended. I've seen the whole thing. I watched the whole show in about a day and a half. Okay. And so one season, two seasons? It's one season. It's only like 10 episodes, and they're only about 30 minutes long, so you can blast through this show. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's it's really quick. It, I'll watch that at work. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it has some really good humor in it, but it's... It's a different kind. It's a different brand than what you're used to from these people. And like I said, by episode three, this is a very different show. So what you're getting in episode one and two are, is not the same humor. Well, in bits it is, but you get a whole different feel. And I, I just really can't say a lot outside of that. Okay. So I'll leave it at that. I really did want to talk about it a lot. Sure. And I do want to touch really quick on it. Maybe I'll talk about it more next week. But I have watched Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. Have you guys Are heard you of... just making up yes. words of this? Yeah, you just, is this a D and D campaign? Yes, is it? So that's what it sounds like. Is it? So it does. No, Chris, uh, you're going to be sad that uh, you don't. I'm know. already sad. So, <laughs> so that you haven't seen this, okay? Because it stars one of your favorite people in it, 
There's so many. Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet is actually on Apple's new streaming service. Oh. Apple, yep, I'm or, out. A- All right. Okay. So we'll pass. I'll Moving on. No, no. So. <laughs> exactly. No, well, y- uh, y'all, no, you don't have to. Y- you don't have to convince me. <laughs> I am an avid Apple hater. If anybody wants to, to, to and so you talk. signed up. No, no. So okay. you get the you can get seven days for free. Now I didn't do the first couple days for free. They actually have the first two episodes, which is all I've seen. But they have the first two episodes just completely for free. Just download the app sure. and watch the first two episodes. And they have several other shows on the app. Uh, C is the only other one. It has Jason Momoa that I've heard is good, but. Mimosa. Raven's yeah, Mythic Quest came out last week, I think. Okay, it is excellent, excellent. I do know what you it know is what this now is? I'm talking about? Yep. So it stars yeah. Rob McKelney. Is that how you say it? From Always, Always Sunny. Sunny. Sure, exactly. So Buffy. he's in it, and it actually stars the guy who plays Rickety Cricket in Always Sunny. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, uh, David. Oh, Hornsby. you got addicted. I can't <laughs> yeah. say the word you know, because it's yeah. PG. But yep. yeah, so both of them are in it, and the rest of the cast is great too. Oh, also Danny Pudi from Community who plays Abed. He's back <sighs> out of him. nowhere. Yeah, from just came dead. out of nowhere. Finally, Love he's back him. on the scene. Let me say this: if you even, even if you don't have an interest in video games, but even if you have a sliver of interest in video games. You should definitely watch this. Totally seen trailer for it. You know just it came to my mind. Yep. That's why I, I, I realized. Yeah. This yeah. Just show him is yeah. so good. Okay. It is always Sunny Level funny. Yeah. It is... I laughed nonstop. I could not stop laughing. So who who was it that made you say that I would love it? No, That's just it. me. <laughs> what? What do you mean? He said it himself. No, then, like yeah. you said that there's like there's somebody in it that I would love. Yeah, Rob. Okay, Rob Rob McKelney right. or however you I say it. Yeah, name. always sunny. Yeah, because I, I love, know you always, love sunny. always sunny, and, and okay. both of the those guys from Always Sunny yeah, yeah. are in it. So, yeah, Reagan this show it. just I know that we're kind of going long on all these early segments, but anyway, it's fun. Yeah, no, it, it's basically a show that's poking fun at the video game industry to the nth degree. It is just ribbing the video game industry to death, and it is the best thing I've ever seen. We are all, well, me and Matt especially are pretty big gamers. Chris used to be more of one. I'm not going to credit him as one. But he's not anymore. Wow. He's not. He's, okay. He's slacking. In That's that. actually fair. It is. Depression. <laughs> you know? Sometimes you don't want to play video games. Sometimes you don't. That's where you find your friends online. Is it as good as Grandma's Boy when it comes to the video game culture? Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. It, almost better. It's modern. So, okay. So, there is a character in this show. It is the best thing I've ever seen. He's called Pootie Shoe. And he, so... Can we say the, that? Yes, we can say Pootie Is that PG? Yeah. Okay. So, in... I had a check with David. <laughs> in this world, they are a game development company that's making a game called Mythic Quest. And Raven's Banquet is an expansion that they are making for Mythic Quest. Nice. So, the whole thing is that there's this kid named Pootie Shoe who is an influencer. <laughs> an influencer. Influencer. He was an influencer. Mm. <laughs> so, he's an influencer Hello. like modern influencers are. And he's just a crap-talking little turd. Like these kids that you Good see job. out there playing Minecraft or Fortnite or you name the game. Let's not throw anybody under the bus. Hey man, here. I play Fortnite. It's I'll I'll uh, I've played I'll go on the Minecraft playing it. So yeah, well, and I've played Minecraft as well. So, but it's poking fun at these influencers, and basically, it's this. They are creating their game revolving around how this kid is going to respond 
to their DLC and they want to make sure that he gives them good press. So they are doing certain things within their DLC to their downloadable content to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for explaining that. I just want to make sure everyone knew. All the olds listening. There are. They're not old. They're not old. They're just boom booms. Yeah. That's cool. Welcome booms. (laughs) We love you booms. We love you booms. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> basically, they're they're trying to please this influencer, which is just goofy and wacky and ridiculous, and that's just one of the facets to this. And so, actually, the crazy thing is, Ubisoft, who makes Assassin's Creed, and there's another game that I'm thinking of that's like Vikings versus oh, uh, you guys honor. Um, not for honor for honor for, for honor. honor for honor yeah so actually they only make one other game yeah. what's that rayman <laughs> Ray- rayman yeah they make rayman oh my god i mean they make a bunch Do you of remember games. they make a ton of games so I- anyways the ubisoft is actually helping produce this show so there is footage for this game that they're making that's actually footage from assassin's creed and for honor if you're familiar with those games you'll actually see them and be like oh that's that game and they're, so it's interesting that they're, the liberties that they're able to take being that they can use Ubisoft's tech. Hmm. That is pretty cool. Yeah, it, and, but really, the show's super funny. I'd say check it out. Subscribe to Apple Plus. I don't know about that. I'd just say <laughs> I'd say subscribe for seven days, watch this show, and maybe see, and then never think about it again. Are they releasing it weekly? It's all out, I think. Oh, it's all out? It, I saw a bunch of episodes up there, but I haven't watched it yet. I'm probably mm-hmm. going to do the seven-day trial today or tomorrow and chug through, and maybe I'll talk about it a little more next week. So, with that being said, guys, you want to keep on chugging and let's uh, do our tomato score predictions. Let's do it. Yeah. So, what do you guys think Rotten Toma- the Rotten Tomato score is going to be for Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog? Gotta go fast. Okay. I think the critics would give it a 60. Ooh. Yeah. I don't think they liked it. Really? But, on the other... So I think fans mm-hmm. ninety five. Ooh, holy moly! Oh, he's going. I high. think so. Going high. Moly. And if okay, I want to remind everybody. Last week I was right. He was so. uh, on, on one. one no, <laughs> on one. Let's specify on one number, and let's also specify that I won because and... you know I was close, kind of on two numbers, yeah. and we all know math. No. That's how math works. Well, we'll you, just, he we'll was actually still closer. <laughs> he was. I'm, I'm gonna say. I will actually agree with you, and I'm actually going to go a little bit lower and say 55 Ooh. for the critics. Okay, okay. Ooh. Yeah. What do you I don't, I don't know that they like cheating. I won't say that. Never mind. I'm not going to spoil it. But anyways, Che movies. Che, <laughs> che Guevara. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> that's PG. Um, yeah. Critic, or I mean the audience, I would say... Uh, 75. Ooh, that's low. Mm. Is it? Okay. You think so? I think so. I feel that's like 75 low. is high. No, it's fine. You said I was in high it's school, it's in, and it's... I did tests. <laughs> 75. <laughs> 75 is high. I mean, if, yeah, if we're basing this on my school high. grades, then 75 is passing, which right. equals you exactly. did Exactly. Once again, I will remind people that I have no idea how oh, this culture works. I thought he as was far say as he was homeschooled, <laughs> no, no. Well, also, people that I was. I will homeschooled. remind people that I was also homeschooled. <laughs> so, I graded my own tests, which I taught myself. I was a perfect student. It shows why. Chris Anyways, is so intelligent. <laughs> That's why I'm the smartest person here. Obviously, uh, but no. Okay, so 55, 75. Okay. 55 credits. Critics, critics, yes. critics mm-hmm. and seventy-five uh, audience. Okay, 
Awesome. So, Matt, I'm going to get a little closer to you on oh, baby. the... Scoot on over. <laughs> I'll bring bam, it over. <laughs> PG episode. Sorry. Chris. That was just a song. <laughs> yeah. So, bam, bam, but bam, only bam. for the only for the audience. I, I think for the critics, it's going to be higher. I'm guessing really around a... Eight. I want to guess in the 80s, but I feel like that's too high. I'm going to say a 78 for critics. Okay. And for the audiences, I'm going to guess a 90... Wow. Three. Okay. 93. Okay. Yeah. So what confuses me with this, I will just... Not confuses, but like what sticks out as a stigma in this is that... The people who watch this movie are probably people who want to watch this movie. Well, is so, that the case for everything? Mm, I <laughs> guess, but it's like... But it doesn't mean they like it afterwards. Yeah. That's yeah. that's true. That's true. Like you can go right. say, like, I want to watch I'll this withdraw. movie, and then be like, oh, All I right. did not like that movie. I'm still yeah. sticking with my votes. No, like, my, with my, my numbers. I'm, yeah. I'm sticking with it. I'm just saying that, like, yeah. what you're saying kind of makes sense if, like, the people who are diehard Sonic fans and also are going to see And also, kids' movie. Think about that too. But are kids critics? No, they're not critics. Right, they're not voting on. I'll say this. So I took. Well, you guys know we all went together. All three of us went together, and my daughter actually went with us as well. She Mm -hmm. is going to be turning six this year, actually very soon, right around Chris's birthday. And so, Mm -hmm. I think that uh, part of why I wanted to bring her was I feel like a lot of critics don't do that sort of thing where they're actually going with children. (laughs) Their kids or things of that nature to go see movies. They're not taking their kids or... Sure. So I thought maybe with her going, and I think we might kind of keep this up as much as we can between both my kids, when we can take them to go see kids' movies with us, because I think it actually did color a little bit of my impression of watching it, because I was enjoying watching her reaction to things and that she liked it, and it was just fun to see that. And so, but I will say this, I was talking to Sydney after seeing this movie. Your wife? Yes, my wife. And what I said, it was really funny, is that kids don't really always understand humor. It's really funny how kids just don't get things sometimes. So we were watching the movie, and I don't know if you, because so Dylan was in between me and Chris. And there was a couple times when Dylan laughed the absolute hardest. I'm talking guffawing, cackling like a madman laughing was when Sonic was sad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I missed that. That's amazing. And and she literally, at one point, Sonic was like about, like, you know when you can tell when a movie's about to go into a little monologue where something, like a person is sad or something bad has happened and they're going to tell you about the bad thing that's happened to them or how they're emotionally feeling. You can feel it going that way, right? Well, it happened... Straight up, like, two or three times where you could feel it going that way. And that was exactly when Dylan started to laugh. And at one point, she goes, she goes, Sonic kills me. This guy's so funny. <laughs> and I about died. I'm just like, that's that's not funny. He's sad. <laughs> but, hey, you know, kids are, kids are going to be kids. It's true. But it was great. But she did think that a lot of the funny parts were funny as well. But I just thought that that was hilarious. Because we don't take her to the theater a whole lot. We've kind of yeah. tapered that. Or, well, we've held back a little bit so and kept it more of a special thing. Probably will happen more now that we're doing this. But She I, did hate the movie because you didn't buy her popcorn. Oh, so my gosh. Yeah, we don't need We'll just movie. put mm-hmm. Dylan's mm-hmm. prediction for this movie is zero <laughs> and zero because 
no, no popcorn. popcorn. No popcorn. So yeah. we didn't get popcorn before the movie. So then yeah. she thought she was getting popcorn after the movie. And then when we said we weren't getting popcorn after the movie, she was extremely unhappy. Just a little. Yeah, just a little bit. So anyways, now that we've gone through all that, you guys know our predictions and where we sit. Anybody who should or shouldn't see this movie. Okay, so I have kind of a weird comparison, but Alvin and the Chipmunks <laughs> okay. parallels this movie very well. Okay, the, the, the live action, the I, live action movies that came out yeah. like in the mid two thousands. I personally I think not those a are worse fan than of them. These. <laughs> but the, the, they kind of tell similar stories. I understand is what I mean. Like, so if you kind of like that kind of story from those movies, then you would probably like this movie. I feel like it's a fair like. I, I hate those Alvin and Chipmunk movies, so I'll kind of preface it with that. But I get where you're coming from. It has that I, same vibe of live action meets animation. Totally agree. That's, you do too. Yeah. Well, because they also they tell a very similar story. Yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. I, which I don't. Those movies I don't really remember extremely well, but I kind of get what you're getting at for sure. It had a very similar humor to it. You thought. Yeah, yeah, because they're trying to they're trying to make it funny for the adults and for the kids. Yeah, and then the story's so similar where it's like, um, you know, a human trying to take care of a little animated creature. Yeah, and I mean that makes sense. Yeah, I I think as far as I mean, if I think if you like Sonic in general, if you're a fan of the whether it be the animated shows, the comics, or more importantly even the video game. I think you'll probably have something to like here. There will be something here for you, but you have to know that this is a kids' movie. It is geared towards kids and that audience. So I would definitely preface it by that. But if you are a Sonic fan, I do not think that this is going to severely disappoint you. I have seen much, much, much worse adaptations of video games and adaptations of comic books. This, I don't want to give a review here. That's kind of... I don't want to defeat the whole purpose of this, but I just, with people going into this knowing if you haven't seen it yet, know that this isn't a total abomination of something you love, most likely. And I have a feeling that that's going to be the general consensus. I'm not 100% sure about this, but that is just me making an assumption. The Those of you who are have already looked at scores on Rotten Tomatoes and things of that sort might know, but right now I'd say I think it's probably going to get some love from people who are fans of the series. Yeah. Anything else? Anybody who should or should anybody who shouldn't see this? Um, I can't think of any like specific, but in I mean, person, like, to call out if you don't like doofy kids movies, maybe. Yeah, if you want something or, serious, maybe a bad word. If but. you want something, just if you're if you're more into serious movies, this isn't going to be for you. I mean, this is a funny kids movie. Yeah, it's a yeah. fun, funny kids movie. Yeah, and and for adults too. Adults can enjoy this definitely for sure. So. At this point, let's go ahead. We're going to transition. This is the point where we're going to get into our review. It's going to be spoilers on down from here. So jump ship if you have not seen the movie or you don't want to hear what we have to say. Or if you're not planning on seeing it, then, you know, definitely hear what we have to yeah, say. You might and, as well and, listen. Yeah, exactly. And maybe that'll that'll change your opinion on it. Maybe you'll want to see it or maybe it'll make you want to see it less. Because that is the other thing is that we all have not discussed with each other how we feel about it. So... I'm just gauging what I think we'll think, but so here we go. Let's roll into it. This is our reviews of Sonic the Hedgehog. Let's do it. So, Matt, I, I think I typically end up starting out with you. Why don't you go ahead and tell us what you thought about it? So, I 
adored this movie actually (laughs) i like when it was all said and done i was like this is a fun fun movie that's great i'll follow you i actually as well really enjoyed this movie i I do have problems with it we can get into them in a little bit but i really liked this movie pretty well it was fun and it was so funny Mm -hmm. it was so funny but chris what do you think I enjoyed it greatly. Yeah, I have awesome. I have nothing negative to say about it really? because of expectations. But okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, yeah. I'll going, leave it at that. Going into it with a little lower, which and I think we all kind of discussed it beforehand and thought that this movie might be a turd. Yeah, the one reason I thought like the one like thing that was like you know what's really going to save this movie was when they revealed what the hedgehog Sonic was going to look like. And then they went back and they were like, oh, everybody hated this abomination of a Sonic and redid it. I did want to address that right here. Yeah, I want to say something on that. If you were familiar with the the previous iteration of the Sonic, the general public basically, they didn't force the creators of this film, but there was an uprising when everyone saw Sonic in his original form, what, probably a year ago? Yeah, I think it was this middle was, of 2019, if not 2018, maybe? Yeah, this movie was supposed to come out quite a while ago, and it got put on, not exactly put on the shelf, but held back to redo all of Sonic's animation. Yeah. Chris, what were you going to say? No, it's it's essentially the same thing. Like, they don't have to redo everything, but the, yeah, like, they listened to the audience and to what they said about how it was animated mm-hmm. he, he was, was terrifying it was so bad it was could you now after seeing the movie like watching the movie thinking about that version of the sonic yeah I, I it might have it. ruined the movie no it yeah it would have. have it would have definitely those taken giant it teeth he looked like a like a be- like an angry beaver his teeth hey, are all pulled up and... i love the angry beavers <laughs> yeah that was the, my favorite nickelodeon that, that was a quality nickelodeon anyways show. Um, you know, it's also the eyes. The it, eyes the were eyes so were small, and like small. human-like. He like, looked it, like a little humanoid. Yeah, like fuzzball. Don't, don't and they make had these it... long, super skinny legs, really long legs. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a nightmare factory yeah. when he when they first released it. So I'm so glad. And honestly, much respect to that studio that redid all that work to do it. There so. is, yep, Th- that had to props be a, to you. Yeah, for all that work. Good job, guys. It did look really well. I, and I will say that I am normally not on board with the public forcing or trying to persuade creators to change a vision. I just mm-hmm. don't like that kind of pressure. I, I, it's a, it's a state where we are now with our culture and with social media and with this outrage culture and people getting riled up about things. And I understand that there are things that you love, but I usually am not on board with bullying a creator who has an idea and has something in mind to make them change what they've created. And because clearly they had something in mind, they did want something more humanoid, but it it just didn't land. And I think this is one of those occasions where it was a good decision. I think if they didn't do that, this movie would have tanked. 100%. Yeah, I think you're right. It, he was he was so terrifying before. And we will try, if I can remember, I'm going to put up a before and after shot in the, or an article or something along those lines in our, our, our notes, the show notes, so that you guys can take a look at what he looked like. It looks just like when the kid on the original Jumanji turned into the werewolf. Oh my gosh. Okay, so if you, <laughs> if you couldn't hear David, he said that Sonic looked like, 
in the original Jumanji movie when the kid turns into the werewolf, how ridiculous he looks. This Sonic does kind of look like that version of that kid. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it, it didn't look good. So, and and what's you guys' connection to Sonic? You guys have any love for Sonic? Any place, special place in your heart? I mean, I I always enjoyed the games. I grew up. I think the Sega Genesis was one of my first consoles. Yeah, and so we played a lot of Sonic, me and mm-hmm. my siblings. So. I definitely have always loved it. And wasn't there a cartoon in the nineties? Yeah, yeah. My kids I, were actually watching it the sure other day. I'm pretty sure I watched they're, the cartoon for a while. Um, and so I, watched, I didn't think it needed to be made into a movie. Honestly, I, that's where I was sitting with it. I was like, this doesn't need to be a movie. This is just Sega and the movie producers just, just trying to, make trying cash, to make cash in on a franchise. But I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they did too. Actually, I yeah. was really surprised. Yeah, it was. What about you? Yeah, no, it's the same. I like. Uh, I never watched the cartoon at all, but. Um, had a friend who was who had a Sega or Sega yeah. Genesis, and we played Sonic. That was so. kind of the same for me. I never owned a Sega console, yeah. but I had friends who had Sega, so it was always it was always that special game saved for like hanging out with all the friends that had. Because I was a Nintendo kid, I was more Mario. I for until PlayStation Xbox came around, it was more of playing playing those playing Nintendo stuff. So Mario was more of my mascot than Sega. But I always did like Sega, or I mean Sega. I always liked Sonic. I thought he was cool, but. And those games were actually usually pretty hard, if I remember yeah. right. But, yeah, so I'm not, like, crazy about Sonic, but I, I liked him as a kid. It wasn't like when they announced this, I was like, yeah, they're making a Sonic movie, which usually right. when they announce that they're making a video game movie, it's especially for video game fans, it's, oh, let's get ready to be super disappointed. <laughs> kind of like Sonic, uh, superhero movies were for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then finally Marvel Studios came along, and then... DC a little bit with the Dark Knight series, but from, savior. yeah, Marvel Studios is really <laughs> our all of our our savior here with actually just quality superhero consistency. Yeah, on top of all that, but Sega looks like they have figured out how to make a video game movie, and I know that we're cutting back on news. We were talking about this before that we're trying not to get spoiled. What people think, I did. It was a hundred percent unavoidable on video game websites and. Which nobody goes to. I do. Except for you. I go to at least six different video game <laughs> okay, websites God. on a daily basis. <laughs> and then also movie websites as well. Oh, David's uh-huh. show. Oh, wow. Oh, so David showed us a split super view of Sonic next to the Wolf Kid. And we'll have to save this picture for you guys. <laughs> because Sonic is the Wolf Man. So, <laughs> 100%. So, or Wolf Boy. Sonic's the Wolf Boy. So... I don't even remember where I was. Um, anyways, yeah, we can roll right on into... Continuing what Matt's opinions on... Yeah, we're just chit-chatting yeah, about we'll opinions. Yeah, we'll just through this. So, I mean, we've all kind of talked about it. It This definitely was fun, right? Like, I, yeah. I mean, it was just a super fun, lighthearted good romp, I thought. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, man, I really liked Dr. Robotics' controller in his hands. Oh, like his gloves. I really his, liked that. His, I was like, that is so gloves. cool and such like a nerdy thing. Because he would yeah. just be like, and then all of a sudden he'd be like typing with his fingers on his palm of his hand. Just And then all of his dro- drones would just like pop out and he would be controlling them so evilly and maniacally. Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> maniacally. Maniacally. <laughs> so you brought up Robotnik. I guess we can go ahead and address my qualm. 
I oh, thought you're Quam. Although yeah. you said Mike Quam, I, I, I was Mike like, Quam. "Who's Mike Quam?" <laughs> <It's like, laughs> I don't Quam. know this person. So I don't have a ton of issues with this movie, honestly. Uh-huh. I, I liked it overall, but I thought Jim Carrey was awful. Oh my god. That was literally the only part of the movie that I enjoyed. Real, the only part you enjoyed? I thought you enjoyed the movie. You the, literally told us, like, yeah. two minutes ago you enjoyed it. So, yeah, yeah, he's the majority of the movie, so that's <laughs> why I like the movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? Really? So you liked his performance? Yeah. I thought it was so bad. I mean, I, th- I thought... You're comparing it to his previous performances in yes. other movies. Well, and so that's what I was going to say. It feels like Jim Carrey is doing his worst Jim Carrey impersonation in this movie. He is... I feel like Jim Carrey has lost himself. Like, it was kind of sad for Mm. me. I was really disappointed. Like, he was doing the things that we've seen him doing since we were two years old, you know, or whatever, when we started seeing Jim Carrey. But the thing is, is that it felt like he was trying to capture that lightning that he had in a bottle back in the day, but he's gone through this brooding phase and these all these years of becoming an artist and getting real weird and... And... This is a PG movie, so I can't really talk about the things that he's gone through. But he's gone through some very serious things with his ex-girlfriends. Yes, exactly. And he's gone through some depression. And and I just, I'm worried that Jim Carrey has lost Jim Carrey in there somewhere. And I felt like it, and I was listening, and I was watching Dylan as well, my daughter and sitting beside me and you know this care i mean it's jim carrey like this is she's seen some other jim carrey stuff his older stuff a Mm -hmm. little bit but she's not old enough for a lot of it but she's seen a bit and she was like oh that's the guy from whatever it is that she's seen him in maybe it was like mr popper's penguins or something like in the worst days of jim carrey's you know but yeah she wasn't laughing at anything he was saying or doing his wacky nature the jim carriness of it just wasn't there for me well i feel like his position in the movie was primarily for the adults like his yeah. his humor and what he was portraying was more adult oriented like yeah i feel like sonic the character was more pointed towards the, the kids where the kids. it was just like oh i'm goofy don't know what i'm doing you know I feel like Jim Carrey was there for the adults for who was, yeah, who was in the studio or the, yeah, the, the theater audience. rather. The, the build off, like, specifically, like, like when he was in his command center and he was like getting all pumped because he was testing out Sonic's yeah. hair and he was like doing all this weird like dance I, stuff by I himself. And I was it. just like, man, I could see it, it was it was extra. It was and there so were certain parts of his performance I did not like because it also. I could see Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's what I'm it was saying. like. I see Jim Carrey. But, I know and, this is Jim Carrey. This exactly. is stuff he's pulled from previous characters. Yeah, he was. But re- he's doing in this, and yeah. that was that was what pulled me out of his character. Yep, I agree. I actually liked how ridiculous he was. Okay, because I thought it was such a contrast, or it was like the was, opposite of Sonic. It was, and it was such an extreme. It was like two extremes here. I, I almost felt like he was acting in a different movie. Uh, he was so what I the vibe that I got. Uh, was almost like he I'm trying to think of the best way to quantify this like, that he felt like maybe they gave him some creative control even over his lines and the way that he behaved and the things that he did because he's Jim Carrey because it felt disjointed from the rest of the movie almost too serious or too dark is what it felt to me and 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 it on top of feeling like Jim Carrey was acting like Jim Carrey and so it just didn't mesh with me. And I know, I mean, if you guys were on board with it, great. Like, I, and I was just listening also to the crowd and like the laughter and thinking about how people used to respond to Jim Carrey. Right? It was just cackling, laughing 
when Jim Carrey would do anything when we were kids growing up. But this almost felt more of like Jim Carrey during The Cable Guy, that dark version of Jim Carrey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's – I don't know. For me, like, it, it's hard to describe because it's like it's a kid's movie – so, like, I'm not going to relate to it as an adult the same way that a kid would. So, yeah. like, I feel like he was putting in that same performance of, like, you know who I am. You appreciate me. Like, I'm gonna this, do this, me. Is, this is me in a kid's movie. Like, mm-hmm. the adults can appreciate this. Yes, it is super Jim Carrey. Like, yeah. There, it's not like something revolutionary or new. It's it's me. Like you're, it's what you expect. Yeah. Like and and I I appreciate it like that. Yeah, I don't no, I don't like the most new thing that he's done that I appreciate is the eternal sunshine, sunshine of the spotless mind. Like and that's and old, I love old. it. It's that's a like great movie. High school. Yeah, exactly. But like that's something outside of his scope. But like or it's not. Yeah. No, I got your saying. Like it's it's it's. It yeah. is old, Which but that's he, something he, outside of his scope. Yeah, and he disappeared for a long time. Also, the number 23 was great. Number 23 was very good. That was also outside of his scope. But, I mean, like, this is something that is, like, it's comfortable for him and something that I appreciate. And it's not kids movie-y. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously he had to build it into a kids movie. Yeah. But it's still something as me as an adult. I was like, this also, is Jim like Carrey. The, I enjoy it. Yeah, like, well, it's like the first time he shows up on the scene, he's just so aggressive and he's attacking that military officer and he's like he's like i'm gonna don't make me show everyone your your browser history and i'm just like like really i I don't know okay sure like it just was i don't know interesting yeah it just didn't hit for me and and i understand i might be totally alone in this i don't know i don't know what people think about this thing Mm. But it just well, you know how I feel about it. Well, and no, I'm I enjoy I his portion of it. Well, and I wanted to hear what you thought because I know that you're a big Jim Carrey fan, huge. Jim so Carrey. Uh, yeah, so I did want to hear what you thought, and I'm glad to hear that you liked it and weren't disappointed. I did, by that. yeah. I mean, it wasn't again, it wasn't mind blowing. It was, it was. I, I go, I, I knew going into this that it was a kids movie. Yeah. So uh, being able to take something like that from it being a kids movie as an mm. adult, I enjoyed it. Okay, good. Matt, uh, you hadn't really said a whole lot. What, I mean... I mean, I think... I'm trying to remember back to the video games. Because you got to think, this all comes from a side-scrolling video game where the whole purpose is that Sega's always... Almost always ends, like, fighting him. Yeah, or Sonic, you mean. And, yeah, Sonic's always trying to fight him and, like... Sega. (laughs) Sega. And it's... I I enjoyed it because I didn't know, like, where that character was going to go specifically. Yeah. Also, And I did love what he did in the end. Which I know we're jumping way ahead here, which this is, we don't have to go crazy in depth, but when he actually fully embraces Robotnik. Yeah. He's got the yes. massive stash, the shaved head, and that was when Dylan laughed the most at what he was doing. Well, that's why I wish he'd had that the whole time. I yeah, mean, I get they wanted true. to add it, like a transformation, but they should have done it the whole time, I think, and it would have made his character more like the video game, and, and I think and it would have made it more likable, like for you. Yeah, and, but, and and maybe if we get a sequel, maybe we will get. If, I mean, that was literally this whole movie was a huge build up to a sequel. We'll get a like sequel. especially oh, like be a sequel, especially the second half of the movie. Like it, it all builds up to yes. it being a sequel. Oh, that's or what I was saying earlier sequel. when I forgot what I was saying. I was talking okay. about that this movie apparently did gangbusters and made a truckload of money this weekend. Do you say gangbusters? Yes. Never heard the term. What is mm-hmm. gangbusters? No. It's just like it did. Yeah, it just it PG. It, we're keeping it PG. Yeah, no, it just means it did really well. It did it did 
Okay. Really great. And and it mm. made a bunch of money this weekend. It, it beat Birds of Prey. It beat everything. That doesn't surprise me. So Blaine's been cheating and looking at your pumpkin eaters. I know it made again. money. I know it made money. Oh, okay. I, that does not mean because that you I looked it reviews. up. I didn't look it up. It oh. was it was huh. just wall to wall Sonic uh-huh. articles on every website I went to. Mm. It was uh, and we talk about news. I like Rotten Tomatoes. That no, I've done that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do not lie like my sister. There is no lies here. Uh, uh, <laughs> for those that don't know, David is my brother-in-law. So, yeah. In love. <laughs> That's how we address each other. Mm. Like, hello, David. Mm. <laughs> He's like, oh, hello, Blue. <laughs> what, what is happening? So, Please. anyways, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I mean, I know we've talked about it being fun. I, I Oh, James Marston and Ben Schwartz were great. They did really good. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't have any issues with the acting. I didn't really either. Yeah. Aside from Jim Carrey. Yeah. Wow. See? That's just, that's just you. I'm salty about just it. Just you, I guess. In this room. Because yeah. like, I mean, I'm not like that. Like, it didn't ruin no, anything like, for me. It he, didn't ruin the movie for me. I I'm was not just, salty about it. He played his character very well. I was salty well. about it. I was just... It made me sad for Jim Carrey. I don't know. I just didn't feel well, it. Well, I've been for him. I've been sad for him for way before this movie. Yeah. Like, but that's totally outside of his acting ability. Like this, his acting performance in this had nothing. It didn't make me feel bad for him yeah. at all. Like it was, it was Jim Carrey. Like he was Jim Carrey. Yeah. Well, so less on the focus of Robotnik. What did you guys think of Sonic himself? I think he did it like the their creation of that character was great yeah i really enjoyed the character it, like they did a good job making you care for the character they did i felt considering there's not like you know it's animated they gave him a backstory and yeah he had a weird owl mom what the heck is up with the owl i mom? don't know I, I was trying to think of that was from one of the games it can't be and i do not it's remember she felt like a totally different animation style she legit looked different like it came from yeah. a different movie that like, was is so there weird. is there some sort of game there uh, must be. There, this I don't had, know, this man. must it have come been, from somewhere. It could have been a creation. Could be so different. It could have been a creation just for this movie. I will say in that scene as well, did y'all notice the people attacking them? That was totally Knuckles people. Yes, I did notice that. Yeah. Uh, which I was like, yeah, give me Knuckles. I know. That was cool. And Shadow, that's, Shadow and Knuckles. See, that's like my guys. biggest complaint for the movie. Oh, really? Is that Knuckles wasn't in it. I know. Well, they're not going to throw all the characters be, at it. Next movie. It'll be the next movie. And he'll sure. probably be the villain for a little bit. Oh, probably. For a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Mm. And then they'll become buddies, and you know. And also, we got tails. We got tails at the end of the movie. Yeah, how awesome Jeff was that? Holmes. And he looked great, and he sounded great. It was the the voice was spot on from what I remember from the video game. Like, yeah, and the cartoon probably more than anything. Even I never watched the really? cartoon. Yeah, oh. no. Even like that's that's where my whole thing comes in with the storyline or any kind of conflicts with that. Like, yeah, I, I just played the game and I was a child and did not care about care about the storyline at all it was just yeah. it was a like, video game which back yeah then, i can i gotta go fast and get the coins yeah. i loved when he in this like once he rolled up the circles yeah once he once he rolled up in the ball and started doing the sonic thing yeah, that was, was cool. just like yeah sweet like they right. did it right and they didn't show any of that in the trailers or anything i don't think so there was a couple of things i really enjoyed that they pulled from the video games that I did want to talk about yeah so like the very first world yeah, legitimately, green, green, was, green, was was straight up the first level of like the first Sonic. Yeah, they green did Hills the checkered, they did the checkered ground and yep. everything, and those yeah. like the built-in loops. And I was yeah. like, wow, 
Like this is straight up from the video game. Yeah, it's like it was. this is the first level, the level that everybody had to learn on and like fail over and over again. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, it was great. I loved that. And and I don't want it to seem like I'm poo-pooing on this movie because I did really like this movie and I had a lot of fun with this movie. It was just and I don't want to harp on Jim Carrey anymore. Like I, this is a really fun movie. I like it. It is great. And I, I would want to see another. I think that it's one of the best video game adaptations we've seen almost ever. I, I will say, uh, people kind of hate on them some. I still like the Resident original Resident Evil movies as far as video yeah, game. They're they're good um, versions of the of the yeah. video game. I agree with that. But, you know, as far as video game movies go, we have been left lacking as far as fans go. But I, I thought it was really fun and it was really cool in the fact that we got Sonic and we got a little bit of Knuckles and... Or I mean, Tails. not Sonic, but Tails, and a little bit of Knuckles, and Sonic was so good. Binge. No Knuckles. No, no, no I'm Knuckles. I'm losing my mind. What's happening? No Knuckles. A little bit of, uh, a lot of Sonic, yes, a, lot a little of Sonic. bit of Tails. A little bit of Tails, and a little bit of Knuckles, kind and of. Knuckles people. His people. That's Knuckles what I meant. That's what I meant. Knuckle people. Knuckle people. Yeah, because you literally <laughs> they, saw they their have, Knuckles. They probably has a race. Somebody's going to tell <laughs> us who it is. Yeah. yeah please do. It, it's pro- Well, yeah, his his clan, his people. But I did enjoy that little <laughs> bit. His <laughs> guild. Yeah. Whatever. But Ben Schwartz is Sonic. Like he did a great job too, as far as that voice and acting that. And and I, one of my favorite things about it too was the ongoing Donut Lord gag. Yes, that was that was fun. I did yeah. enjoy like their ongoing gags. Yeah, they, yeah. There, there were some really good, good ones. Jokes in this movie. It was so funny. It was so so funny. I was not expecting that much humor. Like yeah. the fun guy joke. The fun guy joke. <laughs> I was the only person that laughed in the whole <laughs> theater. <laughs> <laughs> nobody else laughed and it was like the most dad joke ever because he has to go to that mushroom kingdom yeah and uh uh i can't remember the dad oh. was like oh it's okay because you're gonna be a fun guy at the fun guy world <laughs> yeah and nobody laughed and yeah. i was laughing i remember you did, it was amazing you, you you did give a good laugh there. Uh, i'd forgotten about that it was a super that tickled me joke. i still don't uh, remember that part, I, so. I really liked how he so he was calling him uh, James Marston's character, Donut Lord, and he was the Blue Devil, and his wife, who's played by Taika Sumter, who did a really good job as well, I she thought. Did. She did? <laughs> he was calling, he called her, he said, somehow she has no bones. And <laughs> yeah, she because was, she was doing yoga. She was doing yoga. He's like, somehow this woman has no bones. <laughs> and he gave her a nickname too. The Pretzel and I, Lady. The Pretzel Lady, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> There's just like some really good jokes in there. And the action was actually pretty good. Like, the, primar- primarily the scene I'm thinking about is when they pulled an X-Men and went into oh. Quicksilver mode yeah. in the bar. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed it. That's, I thought it was fun. That's, that's I don't know. My problem Didn't was like, like can not you a fan. go that fast? Oh, yeah, because he is like next level still. fast. He stops time. Yeah. And he did it twice in the movie. And yeah. then the second time was when I really started thinking about it. And With I was like, you know what? That's kind of That was kind of one of my beefs really because he was going so fast that even rockets that are going what 150 miles an hour <laughs> yeah. come to a standstill long enough for him to kind of dance around and do it. a bunch of stuff I love it, it. to me it was just kind of like that i know why they did it because it's yeah. fun don't yeah. don't get me wrong i enjoyed it yeah. but then i was looking at it i was like you know that doesn't really make sense i don't remember that character being able to be that do fast. that go that fast well also they showed tails going super fast at the end and i don't remember tails being as fast as sonic and well he cop he he keeps up with him in That's the game so i never watched the show so yeah keep so that in mind he should but be the same speed as sonic or close i mean he would go off screen a, you know a couple times if yeah. you like but got yeah. going but... i mean it was ridiculous but i'm also like this is 
kids movie this is right sonic that's where like my my critiques can't be super harsh because like i knew what it was going into it it's a kids movie i totally enjoyed it as a kids movie even as an adult i enjoyed it especially i'm a sucker for jim carrey yeah and he was definitely jim carrey in this movie so if you enjoyed jim carrey as jim carrey Go see Jim Carrey in Jim Carrey's Sonic. Yeah, Jim I don't Carrey. think you've Jim said Car- Jim Carrey enough yeah. on this podcast. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. I think there's other Jim people Carrey. in the movie. <laughs> but no, but like that's if if that's what your mindset is of of that person, that actor that yeah. I won't name again, then you will enjoy his character in that movie. Maybe. So maybe as an adult, maybe. I One mean, other thing I want to do a shout out. Yeah, was there's this chase scene and. Dr. Robotic sends out his, like, eight-wheeler, and then they wreck oh, it, yeah, and then a yeah. four-wheeler pops out, and then they wreck it, and then a two, a one-wheeler pops out, yeah. then they wreck it, and then it turns into a little helicopter. And I was like, that is the most yeah. video, like, especially Sonic games, because when you beat him in the end, in the end, he always pops out it of his big vehicle in another smaller vehicle. Yeah. And, like, Xena brought that up, and I was like, because I was telling her about it, and mm-hmm. she was like, oh, it's just like in the video games. I was like, I didn't it even is. think about that, but that either. was so, so true. And I was yeah. like, such, like, a nod to yeah. the games yeah no that's a good that's a good catch yeah, like it's so that. stupid but it's so yeah. good like it's it really perfect funny. yeah right. it fits yeah. perfectly into yeah it. all that worked as well like in any other movie it would be dumb yeah but in this but it's in like this movie it works it makes sense yeah it does yeah and the the sister-in-law and the niece mm. were super funny they were just like this little shining star in the movie that kind of came <laughs> out of nowhere and she's just trash talking the crap out of james marston and hates his guts and they tie her up and the little girl's set free and i loved and, all that and so you said it right like if this wasn't a kid's movie and like if this wasn't sonic yeah i probably would have said that was one of my beefs with the movie really yeah they didn't know like why does she hate him so much there was no reason hmm. like she oh. just hated him i think it was just the whole in-law she just hating. beefed him for no reason yeah, that, they didn't. Give and us, then they like they tie her up reason. and all that, and like she just stays tied up for a long time. And yeah, if this was any other movie, I probably would have been like, man, I didn't, I don't get it, I don't like it. Sure, but for this, it just made sense. It worked. It worked. It, it yeah, fit it worked. The theme of the movie, it fit the flow. It was part of this movie, and it yeah, did, yeah it worked for me. And I actually loved them in it. And the fact of how they even came back to it, she's still tied up, and the little girls just prancing around the room, going, right. "I gotta be fast." And I know, like <laughs> Dylan loved that. Yeah. So yeah, it was all that stuff. It's the little nuances, the small little jokes, and even the attention to you know his shoes and how his shoes would wear out, and mm-hmm. he was running barefoot, but there's just a shoe around his foot, basically, right? You know, holes in them, and he gets his new shoes, and all that I thought was really neat, and how the rings worked was cool. Yeah, I would say there's the whole movie was a huge endorsement to a ton of corporate things. There was so much product placement. So oh, much product placement. Yeah. Like, there was mind-blowing. There was Toyota. There was Toyota. There was Coke. I, I mean, I can't even name it all. Like, no, it's just, either. there's like, every other scene, there's something that there's is product just placement. product placement. Yeah, like, it's because they had to make the money back after right. recreating Sonic. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I can't blame them for it. It didn't take anything away from the movie, but just yeah. like being an adult and like i notice it right away yeah so but yeah i mean again nothing nothing negative involved with that i understand people got to make their money with advertising but yeah but there was a lot of product there was a ton yeah so they they, yeah they had to make back in case of the movie tank they had to make sure that they they had some (laughs) money to go towards it but it sounds like it didn't and it was good and it looks like we're getting a sequel yeah cool i enjoyed it So, so with that you guys think we're good on this thing 
want to wrap it up. There's not yeah, a whole lot more so. to say. Yeah, I think, I think we, I've said all my pieces. I think we talked about it honestly longer than I thought we would. We lost yeah. audio. I think I'm not hearing anything. David, how are we doing? We good? Oh, okay. All right, weird. Well, you guys can hear the behind-the-scenes stuff. Maybe my headphones just went out. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can hear everything fine. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, we'll just keep going then. So, uh, now is the point where we go to our oh, yeah. tomato score Let's reveals. Let's do it. What's the deal, David? Let's spin it around. Let us see. Let's Show see them if how I'm right. right I was. Nope, nope, me. Nope, I'm always right. We know I'm yep. professional at this. Oh! Holy moly! Holy crap. So I think I hit it. I think I was no, right on the you audience. You said 92. 92. I thought I said 94. Y'all three. were both super close with the audience. audience. So what did we get? Well, I was well, Should we announce it first? Yeah. Let's tell them what it is. All right. So we are looking at a tomato score from critics, which is a 63. And from the audience... We have a 94. And is that 6,000 reviews or 8,000? It is. Holy cow. This is the biggest number that we've seen out of these three movies. Yeah, that's 100 less critics than the last one. So that gets right back to our kind of qualms with Rotten Tomatoes in general is the fact that this is only 100-something critics. That was almost as low as saw the rhythm section, which was an indie movie. That that number was about that low too. No, rhythm section was in the 30s. No, 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 no. That's oh. not what I'm saying. The number of critics oh, I got you. reviewing okay. it, sorry, which means that that pool the the pool that they are pulling from is much smaller. But eight thousand something people in the 90s, right? That's, that that's means a, a lot, lot more. Yeah. So, what was their budget, David? Ninety five million. Ninety five So, pretty close yeah. to the budget of Harley Quinn. Which, honestly, it's. It sounds extremely high, but as far as movie budgets go, it's it's a movie budget. But they came in at fifty-seven million. Okay, fifty-seven million on opening first weekend. weekend. That is a bank. So unless mm-hmm. it drops off hard next yeah. weekend, no, they're definitely going to make their money back. Which it sure. sounds like a bunch of people saw it this weekend. So who knows if it will have the same? Yeah, and Birds yeah. of Prey made thirty-three million last week. Yeah, so yeah, this movie did really well. So wow, that's wild. So David, how did we do? All right, Matt. All comes right. in strong with a 60% critic. Yeah. Only 3%, Only 3% off. off. And 95% audience. 1% off. Wow. Wow. Kill That's a Holy total cow. of 4%. He's, total, he's, he's officially okay, doing he won. the best. Yeah. Oh, I, no, he has one for sure. Oh, I'll I'll I just know what the critics they might think. Have they might have trouble hearing David. So, where we are sitting at here, we got Matt, who hit it almost down. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Chris had a 55 from critics. And a 75 from audience. So it's 8 and then 20. <laughs> so, yeah. You Don't were, worry about it. Yeah, you it's, were... It's you, over, Matt. You were, you were there. So, and I did a 78 from critics and a Just as far off as 93 me. from Ooh. audience. So Matt and I were both one off on the audience score. So it was dead in between us, but I was not as close on the critics I really actually thought that they would like that a little better, but it makes sense that they didn't, especially. Well, if you step back and kind of remove, like, yeah, the kind of movie that it was, the it's comedy a kids and all that, movie. And you actually yeah. look, and that's the thing. Yeah. If you take it out of the context of a kids movie, then I can see why the critics didn't like it. Sure, it's... and there's 
there's nothing artistic or political involved with it. So Which is great. why would yeah. they like it more than it just being a kids movie? Yeah, well, when I say nothing artistic, uh, nothing political. That was kind of great. I hate when they're pushing that stuff in kids' movies, and they didn't seem to do that at all. Actually, now that we yeah. talk about it, so maybe that's why the critics hated it. Sure, but <laughs> well, no, I mean, sixty-three isn't no, hating. They didn't hate it. Actually, for sure. technically, that's considered a solid tomato. That's a, which I higher than I thought was a solid tomato. So I don't know if they've changed their scale or if I was just wrong about that. But now we know that this is still in the realm of. Hmm. technically not being a splat so maybe it's 50 and under that would make sense to me i mean it makes sense to me too but i don't think that that's the way it used to work but maybe i'm totally wrong about that so which also just in general rotten tomatoes just kind of being a little unclear on their messaging messaging yes what Mm -hmm. were you gonna say chris oh i just said pg i had to repeat it in my mind yes keep telling yourself PG. pg so since we are done with that I guess we will move on into what we do at the end of every episode, guys. We give our music recommendations. So we are avid movie lovers here, and we're all going to send you with a send-off song. So I'll go ahead and start things off. I am going to recommend Pictures of Girls by Wallows. Partially why I'm recommending this. This song's been out for a hot minute. They actually have, Wallows has a full album out now. But they are hands down one of my favorite bands of all time, and we are all going to go see them on Friday from a B day. Happy sure. birthday! Thanks, guys. <laughs> one more year older. Mm-hmm. You old so, fart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that just means that you're coming right behind me, Chris. So uh, PG. <laughs> PG. 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 So yeah, Wallows pictures of girls. Fantastic song. It's got a real beachy vibe to it. Actually, when I first heard it. It reminded me of the Beach Boys a little bit, but kind of modern day. And actually, the lead singer is Dylan Minnette, who is a fairly famous actor known for 13 Reasons Why and the Mm. Goosebump movie and quite a few other things. He's been around. He's more of a child actor, but I think he's getting away from his acting and full-blown embracing this band because it's a smart move. Every show they have sells out right away, so... These guys are awesome. Check them out. Wallows Pictures of Girls. Chris, what you got? Nice. Um, mine's also a throwback to an older band that I've listened to for a long time, but just haven't listened to anything new that is super exciting. So sure. uh, it's the band is Microwave, huh. and the song is either Dull or Lighterless. They're both fantastic. That's one. Dull. Dull? Yep. Go with Dual. Yep, by Microwave. Fantastic. Hands down. Like, this is one of the songs that I will fight people over. If they don't like it, I don't care. Okay. Because it's fantastic. Nice. So, it's older. Again, this is not like new music. Yeah. Just one of my favorites. So, it's not a dual song? (laughs) I will punch you in the face. (laughs) Oh, Matt, you're such a fun guy. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh, please mm, just continue your lameness just, and let's hear a song <laughs> so this song is actually very stamp, different than stamp, my last stamp. couple songs yeah this is something you guys would probably actually like really uh-huh. yes it is by a band called black pumas black pumas okay they're an indie rock band that's come up last year and i Sweet. literally have just found the song this week okay cool. and it's called colors colors 
By Black would, Puma? Black, Black Puma. Puma. Okay. okay. And I would recommend checking it out. I think you guys would both really enjoy it, actually. Nice. Listen to it on the way home. All right. Yep. Well, and also, I guess I'll go ahead and let everybody know, since Matt gave us two songs last week, he pushed <laughs> us to the 10-song limit this week for our past three episodes. Boop, boop, so, 10 boop. songs is right at an album length. So, I'm going to go ahead and let everybody know that we have created a Spotify playlist for you guys to check out. So that way, I do normally list the songs in the show notes, but you don't even have to do that. Everybody can just go ahead and start following our playlist on Spotify. And it's the Critically Aroused Send-Off Song Playlist. You should be able to find it pretty easily, and I will try and also put a link for that in the show notes. We'd love for everybody that listens to get up on that, and every week, as we recommend new songs, we'll just go ahead and pop them on there, and they'll be ready for you to listen to. So, anybody else got anything else they want to say before we kind of get out of here? No, I'm good. No? No. I think right. next week we're talking yeah. about um, Lock, and, Lock key. and Key. So, we're doing Lock and Key on Netflix. So, if you hadn't heard us talk about it already, we are going to be reviewing Lock and Key. So, we're actually doing a TV show instead of a movie. So, all you need to do is just hop on Netflix. Pretty much everybody's got it. So, you can watch it. It's around 10 episodes, 40 minutes to an hour apiece. And it's based off of a Joe Hill, who's Stephen King's son's graphic novel that's been around forever. But the show's good stuff. We've been watching it, and you guys can do the same and join in next week. So on that note, guys, we love you so very much. And we are going to let you know you can go to our website on criticallyaroused.fireside.com. Our Instagram is at criticallyaroused. Our Facebook is also at Critically Aroused, and our Twitter is at Aroused Media. And if you want to find me on Instagram, I'm I'm Blaine Andrews, which is I'm underscore Blaine underscore Andrews. And if you ever want to hear my child screaming, just listen closely because he's <laughs> doing it in the background. <laughs> If you want to find Matt on Instagram, it's Verlakma, which is Verlak, M-A-V-E-R-L-A-Q-U-E-M-A. And Chris's Instagram is Butterboy69. Now, I do need to make a correction. We all thought his Instagram was cooler than it was, and we thought it was Butterboy. <laughs> but it's not Butterboy. It's actually just Butterboy. So, or Butterboy. So, it's B-U-T-T-A-B-O-Y-69. And just so you know, Chris does operate this Instagram. He is the commander at the helm uh, of the yeah, ship. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. his Instagram. He's posting all the pictures and will respond to you if you send him a message. Mm-hmm. So make yep. sure to do that. That is just all factual. Yes, can't, all entirely. Can't disagree with it. He's not a ghost and definitely yeah. has a social media presence. Definitely know what Instagram is. Yep. And... So, also, we want to thank Ketsa Music. If you want to listen, that's our intro and our outro song. And that's Ketsa Music, K-E-T-S-A-M-U-I-S-C.com. Ketsa Music, he's just been killing it. He gave us the privilege to use these songs. We love them. And you should definitely go check out his stuff. And a lot of his music is free. You can just download it and listen. So, definitely look into it. And one other special, special thanks that we have yet to do at the end of this podcast is for the office maid david troutman he's here you've been hearing him in the background coming in every (laughs) once in a while to give his two cents and we just wanted to say thank you for this 
all of this free labor yes, and thank you. being the one that we can blame for the garbage audio for the past two weeks. <laughs> so it's definitely David's fault. Any problems that are with sound, you can blame him. Like when I lost my sound a little bit ago, but that's really not his fault. I'm still not sure what happened there. So, anyways, yeah, thank you, David. We love you. Thanks, so very David. Much. And you're the on best. That note. Also, we love all of you guys. Thanks. Please, please, if you can. Don't want to be annoying about it, but definitely like, subscribe, tell your friends. We really want to get the word out there, get people listening, and we love you guys so much. Seriously, You're so annoying. Thank, I know, I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't even want to do it, but please, if you could. Uh, no. Honestly, yeah. you guys just keep listening, keep keep doing what you're doing. We love you so much. Thanks, and we out. Peace, peace. Later. <laughs>